When we are baptized, we all enter into participation with three offices that from Jesus, three special missions from Jesus. We are prophet, priest, prophet, and king. We all are priest, prophet, and king by our baptism. Today I want to speak about the prophet office because we are celebrating on this day uh, a teaching mass. We are celebrating a teaching mass that is usually, uh, especially for the religious education children, but we are also celebrating the beginning of Catholic Schools Week. So there are many of our kids from the students from St. Joseph's School who are also present, at least through live streaming, and also here, but beautiful readings uh, today at the beginning of this special week. So it's, it's this office of the prophets, the office of the prophets that we all have, the mission of prophets, it's a mission of teaching. And we have religious education, we have the, uh, St. Joseph's School, and all is about teaching. And we have this teaching mass that help us understand why we do the things we do. Uh, and, and this office of teaching and the mission of teaching is for everybody. All those who are parents, all those who are teachers, all those who are in any of the vocations that the Lord has called us to. And since we are all baptized, then we have that mission of teaching. Teaching what? Teaching the principles of our faith, teaching uh, the messages that Jesus gave us in the sacred scriptures, and teaching others about our own experience with the Lord. That's very important, that we transmit our experience to other people. In that way, they might be able to find the Lord themselves. We celebrate this teaching Mass, and we cannot forget that the Church is supposed to teach. That's one of the main missions of the Church, to teach. And we teach through Catholic schools, we teach through religious education, we teach through the homilies, the Mass, and the different sacraments. And that's something that it continues today because the apostles were teaching, Jesus was teaching, the first uh, disciples and the first Christians were teaching to others. And that's how our faith has passed on for more than 2,000 years now. We cannot forget this dimension because if the church forgets that it's here to teach and to teach spiritual things, then the church is at risk of becoming any other institution that helps. It's just going to be a non-profit. And I didn't sign up for a non-profit only. The church is a spiritual being. It's something spiritual. And we come to the church because there are spiritual needs, because there is something within ourselves that is moving us and calling us towards God towards something that is transcendent, that goes beyond the physical real, the physical world. The church cannot forget that. And a parish, a church, cannot forget that. Yes, we have to help and do concrete things. We have to help the poor. We have to help the needy. We have to do concrete actions. But those actions come from the understanding that we do all these things 
because it is the Lord Jesus, the one who is inspiring us and moving us to do all these things because we are all brothers and sisters. But we cannot forget that spiritual dimension. Same with a Catholic school. A Catholic school that forgets the spiritual needs of their children will become just another private school, a nice social club for those who can afford it. And that's not the idea of the Catholic school. There are many parishioners who are help, helping the school not just to become that kind of private thing, but the Catholic school needs to think of the spiritual needs of their children and helping those who are in need in our community. The, Catholic, the original Catholic schools were free because the nuns and the priests and uh, they were the teachers. Now things have changed, but those spiritual needs cannot be forgotten. Same with religious education. If religious education in catechesis does not teach the faith correctly, does not pass on the faith to our children, it's going to be useless. That's not the idea of religious education. Here at St. Joe's, I think we are doing well. There is great room for improvement, like in any other place, in our own personal lives and any institution. But the children are doing great things. I see them in the food pantry. I see them recycling. I see them writing cards to the elderly. I see them praying. And that's something beautiful, and studying scriptures every week with the weekly gospels. That's something beautiful. We need to continue to do those things. But we cannot delegate our responsibilities. The Catechism of the Catholic Church says, parents are the first teachers of the faith in their children. Parents are the first teachers. Parents cannot delegate that teaching of the faith to the catechist and to the church. Parents are supposed to teach their children first. And then parents delegate that responsibility. Then some catechists might say, oh, no, no, those questions, let's leave it that to the priest. And the priest is going to say, oh, no, that's too much. The bishop is in charge of those things. And we all delegate and delegate and delegate. But we have to take our own responsibility. In the first reading, the book of Deuteronomy is saying that there is a prophet that is coming up. We cannot wait for another prophet. We cannot wait for someone else to come and teach our children. We have been sent by God to do that. Jesus in the gospel has great authority. With his word, he immediately commands these demons to go away. It's the authority of the Word of God, and we are prophets by our baptism. We have that authority that the Lord has given all the apostles and all Christians at Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came upon them. We receive the Holy Spirit at baptism. We receive the Holy Spirit in confirmation. We receive the Holy Spirit every day. Sometimes we don't feel that we have it. Is that a lack of trust in God? Is that a lack of trust in the Holy Spirit, we need to be more confident in our own faith to go and teach and transmit the message of Christ to others. I remember when I was a kid, my dad would, before he went to bed, he would sit down on his bed 
he would do the sign of the cross, he would say a very simple prayer, and then another sign of the cross, and then he would lay down. Later, when my grandmother came to live with us because she was sick, I saw her doing almost the same. She would sit down on her bed, she would do the sign of the cross, and in silence I saw her moving her lips. She would say, an Our Father, a Hail Mary, and then uh, the sign of the cross, and then she laid down. I wonder where my dad got that from. It's the example and the teaching of the parents, especially at the age that we are talking about religious education in St. Joseph Catholic School. At this age, the kids are always looking at what the parents do. If the parents don't come to Mass, and of course, today we have snow, I'm not saying that about this, but if the parents don't even watch Mass, what's the example that these kids are going to have? They have the first communion, and sometimes it's the last communion in many years. Not because they don't go, because their parents have that responsibility. If the parents don't show that example, what are they going to do? I remember in my house, my parents took me to Mass when I was very uh, a kid. Later, they wouldn't go to Mass. But in Colombia, in Bogota, the context is different. We always walk to Mass, and I always went. Every Sunday, almost every day after school, I would go to daily Mass. My parents didn't go, but I wanted to be there. So many of our kids have that kind of spiritual sensitivity. And I really hope that the parents are going to give them that opportunity, just bringing them to Mass, just letting them be in the spiritual environment of the community. Even if it's online right now because of the pandemic or the snow or these things, but it's important that we have this kind of spiritual life every day sometimes in confession to those who are going to be confirmed, they, they, they always say, I don't pray enough, or I'm not saying prayers every day. And I tell them, don't make it too complicated. Don't think that we have to pray for one hour every day. Do something simple every night. Just tell God, why are you grateful for today? That's it. Keep it simple, because in that way, it's going to become a habit but it would be much better if they see their parents doing the same. Something simple. Keep it simple, but do something, something spiritual every day. Do not delegate that responsibility, because we all are teachers, we all have our vocation, we all have our faith, and we have been called by God to transmit and pass on that faith. Let us ask the Lord that he will continue to bless our school, our heroes, our teachers who are there in the classrooms, who are uh, teaching our children. Let us continue to pray for those in religious education that the Lord will bless our catechists and we are going to have many people who feel the call to continue to teach the faith. Let us pray for all those who are parents, that the parents will have the courage and the strength that comes from God to allow their kids, to give the kids the opportunity to have that contact with God, to teach them the principles of their faith, to be able to get closer to the Lord. That is going to improve all our lives. All the social problems that we have will begin to change if we 
first change in our own hearts if we allow God to come into our families.